Welcome back to the TaylorMade blog and podcast series. I'm Taylor Barkin, and I love talking about all things small business, from the good, the bad, the ugly, the exciting, the defeating. I just love it all. This episode is going to be all about how I believe that overnight success doesn't exist. Before I dive into the topic of this episode, I want to talk about a conversation I had with my sister the other day. I always joke with my team or pretty much anybody that knows our business saying that I'll design our next collections because my set of work is so bad compared to Tanner who illustrates everything for us. But I look at Tanner when he's creating any type of visual art, whether it's for our designs, our products, uh, our marketing material, and I just see it go from nothing to an incredible piece of work that he's really proud of to look at visually. And I've always looked at that and kind of been like, well, I'm not really an artistic type of person. I like the idea of creativity, but maybe I can't execute it in the same way. So while it's always been an ongoing joke about me (laughs) designing our next set of work because it would be that hilarious, my sister one day was like, business is your art. And I kind of thought about that. And while it's very different from the traditional sense of like art or creativity or something visual or like creating something with your hands, it is very much an art in the sense that it takes a lot to create something from nothing, to start with a blank canvas and build something on that. So I think of this blog and podcast series as something that's very much sharing my piece of art with the world because so much of what I've built over the years has been really just stuff that people don't always see. Um, People see our brand, they see our products, they see what Tanner has created visually, which is amazing, uh, but they don't always see everything that went into the back end and what it took to really create this piece of art that I'm defining our business as. So I'm excited to really keep sharing this piece of art that I'm calling a piece of art (laughs) that we've built uh, over the years and really talk about it segment by segment of what it took to build it. So all of that brings me to the topic of today, which is that overnight success doesn't exist. If you're a small business owner like me, I know you probably dream of that moment where you've just made it whatever that looks like for you, you've just made it because that's what's exciting about business. And you dream of that moment where you've experienced your definition of success. And on my blog, I put that in quotes because that definition of success is going to be different for absolutely everybody. So some people know our story, some people don't, but we basically got our start about 10 years ago when we were in high school. We started screen printing in Tanner's parents' garage And while a lot of people probably didn't understand my vision, I knew exactly what that was and I knew what excited me about it. So when we first started on our path about 10 years ago in high school, I would sit awake almost all night long some days just dreaming about the business we would build. Not the one we could build, but the one that we would build. So whether people saw that we could actually accomplish what The vision was in my head, um, didn't always matter to me. I always knew that if we just 
wanted something bad enough, we would find a way to make it happen. I, of course, did not always know how, but I was determined to figure it out. So when we first got our start, I spent so much of my time following along stories of other business owners that in my head had made it that I really admired. From the outside, it was easy to look at them and think that it happened quick because us as consumers and customers or people that like the business only have access to so much information about what happens behind the scenes. We see what companies put out there, whether it's on their websites or social media, but you know what we don't see? We probably shouldn't because it'd be creepy and invasive and weird is what goes into everyday life and every single day uh, to make it all happen. To rewind just a little bit, some of the most exciting moments that I used to dream about were the ones where we could have our dream workshop or the day that we could host a grand opening party of our retail store that we would open or the day that Tanner and I could both go to the office together because we got to the point where we could both be full time and have it financially work and actually like build something that could support us financially as a small husband and wife run team. All of those moments were things that I envisioned as a point of success for myself. Some people dream bigger, some people dream smaller. It all depends on what it is that you want to achieve. Thinking back to all of those moments put so many butterflies in my stomach because I was so determined to see all those things through. There's something about that beginning phase of your business where it's just like the dreams feel so exciting and to try to get there feels really exciting and it's something that can guide you through some of the hardest times and some of the best times as well. We didn't always know just how we would get there but I knew I would find a way to do it. While it took a lot longer than I would have liked at some times, I think it was the best way that we could have grown. When you start your business and you're so excited about it, we often want success to come faster than it does because it takes a lot of work to make these things happen. I mean, think of that moment when you had your first idea or that moment when you decided to start or that moment when you did start. And on that moment of when you started to grow, and maybe you're not there yet, and that's fine. But think of how exciting every single one of those moments are, and how much they fuel you to keep propelling forward. I remember the first event we ever did, the first time where we put ourselves out there, sold our stuff to people we didn't know. We didn't sell a ton, but we sold things. And I remember that drive and energy that came from that very first set of sales. And that excitement to just keep growing and to keep doing the next thing. Turns out growing is a lot harder than most people will ever think. And sometimes those moments of success feel like they take a long time to get to. So while I was really excited to keep going after things and keep doing the next thing, I always would have welcomed the idea of overnight success but it is certainly the best thing that that never happened for us. So then that kind of brings me to what actually does go on behind the scenes and what does it take to actually get to where we are at in the business that we've grown today. So with the business that uh, my husband Tanner and I run together, More Collection, 
We keep pretty steady with sharing our updates with our following, whether it's a new set of work or exciting milestones, kind of everything in between. Some of it's day to day. Um, overall, we're just really big fans of storytelling. But even with that, people have absolutely no idea what goes into every day of our lives. So while people often see those milestones and often see the glamorous side, and we try to share the non-glamorous side too, but we're often just so deep in the weeds with our work that we just don't. Um, people often have no idea that sometimes we're working till 11 o'clock at night to get orders processed. And even more than that, they almost certainly have no idea that we spend years working close to 80 hours a week, which I don't particularly recommend, to build our business with little to no pay in the way that we needed to because we knew that healthy growth would trump unhealthy growth. So we were dedicated to growing the right way, even if that meant it took a long time. And sure, it was harder for many years, but we're really glad that we did it that way. And we plan to keep doing it that way, just because we've grown and hit a lot of those milestones that I initially defined as like a moment of success for us. We still want to be growing in the same healthy way, especially as we continue on to new chapters in our business. In my first uh, newsletter, where I was kind of talking about what this like blog and now podcast series was going to be about, I kind of just wanted to do an overview of like what it was I was going to talk about. And one of the first things that came to my mind was the whole idea of an iceberg. And you probably have seen this somewhere, but it's basically just the whole idea of everything that goes on underneath that level of water is always the stuff that people don't see. And the stuff that is just peaking a little bit above the water is what people do see. And that's often like those moments of success or that you've made it or those really exciting things. But everything that sits under the surface is all of the hard work. Maybe it's the stress. Maybe it's the staying up all night. Maybe it's the constant questioning of if you're what you're doing is even right it's so much stuff that we even sometimes ourselves don't always see and recognize and if we don't always see that then our customers certainly don't always see that and I think it's it's good to remember like all of that groundwork that happens below the surface of the water to contribute to the things that are above water so if you ever look at companies that you think they just grew overnight. Remember that iceberg because remember that they are also dealing with all of these things under the surface. They could very well be the same things or they could very well be different things, but rarely does it ever happen where things just go on a positive upward trend and everything goes smooth and that's just how it is. So now I want to dive into why I don't think overnight success is realistic and why it's not healthy. So if you want to grow something sustainable and healthy, overnight success isn't going to be the answer to that. Like, I get it. We always want things to come faster than they do because we're so excited about it. But we got to think about the healthy and long-term and sustainable um, health and growth of our businesses. So remember that good things take time and they need to be nurtured. Think about, let's just say, a tall, strong tree. 
think of how it starts and think of how many years it takes for it to plant its roots and to build a strong foundation. Now think, if you were to plant that tree and instantly it just grew tall and it never had the chance to actually plant those roots, what do you think would happen when one burst of wind, let's just say in the real world, a pandemic, hits and uh, it hits this unstable tree with no roots? It's going to fall over. It's going to just be gone. So we don't want to be that tree. So now that brings me to why I don't think overnight success is healthy. When you have quick success, you don't have time to do a process that I believe in and follow over and over again. And I'll get to that process. When you grow too fast, you don't have time to just stop, think, and pause. When you go too fast, your potential to have a really hard and devastating crash almost becomes inevitable. I guess I'm really into the metaphors here today. <laughs> so think about a driving car to get to its destination. So if you take the time to stop at the lights, look at the streets, and so on, you'll likely get to your destination safely and accurately. Granted, everything goes well. Now think about if you were speeding. You would not only be flying through those stop signs, maybe dodging some obstacles by luck, but you aren't reading the street signs because you're going too fast. At some point, you'll crash and burn, and you likely didn't get to your destination either because you couldn't think about where you actually needed to go, look at the signs. So now you've not only gotten to where you feel like you need to go, but you've also crashed your car and you have to do a lot of damage control. So I've decided to be like the old lady in the slow lane, and I'm going to follow a very simple process that we do for literally everything. And that process is to plan, create, release, evaluate, repeat. And this can have some fluctuations. Um, but let's go to the first step, which is plan. So it's like, what are you going to be doing? Not just for one thing, but everything. So let's just take a product creation, for example, here. We'll look at long-term and short-term. So long-term, that's kind of like mapping out what our whole year is going to look like for product launches, like what are we doing, when are they going to launch, and where does it all fit within our yearly plan. And then short-term is like what are the immediate steps that we need to create this product collection to take it from just like ideation phase to actually launching. Then we create. That's taking the collection we said we're going to launch and we're going to bring it to life. We're going to actually take those steps to go from blank slate to awesome product. Then we're going to release it. We're going to get people really excited about what's to come. We're going to give them a hint of what it is. Release it and be really proud and celebrate the work that we just did. Then we're going to evaluate. How did it go? Did it do well? All right, why? Did it flop? Okay, why? Always ask those questions of like, why did it go the way it did, whether it's good or bad? Then we repeat. We do the same process for just about everything we do, whether it's products, the business, um, everything, really. And then we always think about 10 steps ahead at the same time. When we do anything in our immediate line of work, we're always looking at what's next at the same time. 
not like literally the same time or we'd be a hot mess, but let's just take a look at what an average day for us looks like so you kind of know what I'm talking about. First, our days are almost always planned through a calendar because I'm a big planner and like visual type of person in that way. So we know what's on the pipeline for us or else I'd be really overwhelmed all the time. I'd be overwhelmed just thinking of like this infinite to-do list that never actually has a plan to get it tackled. When I plan, I almost instantly become less stressed. Then we come into work. We work with our hands for a bit to make our physical products because that really gets our brains going. And after a nice lunch with our hardworking team where we disconnect as humans, Tanner and I walk through our current set of work as well as what's next in the pipeline. As we continue to plan out our future weeks, we work both long-term and short-term things across the board. I know this sounds very like straightforward, maybe easy, but it takes a lot of dedication to always be thinking about these things in a way that's not overwhelming because it can be really overwhelming. And things are allowed to change, that's business. But if you can be on top of your shit, you can always find a way to manage these shifts in a way that isn't overwhelming. If you haven't caught on, I'm a very big fan of doing things in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming. So while all of that was summed up in a very quick way, uh, that's kind of what we do all the time. It's about following this process of just like planning things and evaluating things and um, just really being mindful about where things are going. So with all that being said, that kind of brings me to the next thing I want to talk about, which is the idea of a snowball effect. So while I don't think overnight success exists, and it shouldn't from square one of when you like thought of your business to just like blowing up, I do think that many companies hit a point where after a period of this like slow and steady growth, and this can vary, I'm mostly looking at small business perspectives is that they'll often see a snowball effect happen. And there's no point in telling when it will happen or if it will happen, but I personally believe that once you build that solid foundation and really get your roots planted, you'll be more well-equipped to deal with a snowball effect when it does happen because you'll have your things figured out. You'll have it together. You'll have your foundation established. So when you spend your time perfecting your systems and processes and getting all of your ducks in a row, you can be ready for that growth when it hits, as opposed to being hit with mad sales, but no true way to know how to actually work through them in a way that isn't chaotic, in a way that won't allow you to prevent crashing and burning. And we've gotten to the point where we've started to see our snowball roll, like not insanely fast, but fast enough to keep fast enough to keep us on our toes. In the last two years, despite being in a global pandemic and battling through the hardest chapters we'll ever probably go through, um, we experienced the largest period of growth we've ever seen. Last year, we grew our retailer counts from 50 to 260. And that's a big jump. But do you want to know how long it took for us to even get to 50? It took us about six years, but then suddenly in one year, we saw that exponential growth and added more retailers than we kind of ever thought was possible in that amount of time because I was always set on that slow and steady growth, but it turned out that once we got to that chapter of like surpassing 50, 
we had all those foundations set. So we were equipped to deal with that growth. We had our systems in place, we had our shit on lock, and we were excited to see it start growing. And there was one day where we made the announcement about how exciting it was to grow from 50 retailers to 260 in a year because it was really exciting stuff that we were really proud of. And we had so many people, small business owners, reaching out being like, okay, tell me your secret sauce. Like, what sales method did you put in place? Like, how'd you do it? Like, SEO, what was it? And people were in awe and they wanted to know how we could pull off growth like that because in their mind, they looked at it from the outside and thought it just happened, thought it was that overnight success. And my only answer to their question was really quite simple. There is no crazy sales formula here. There is no insane formula that we developed or figured out. Instead, it was 10 years of thinking doing, testing, staying committed, evaluating, and being fine with letting our business grow slow and steady for year after year after year until one day it just started growing at a much faster rate. That first chapter of building our first set of 50 retailers required a lot of putting ourselves out there, convincing retailers why they should carry our products, putting them on consignment for many years, which sucks, to test the sales in their stores, building positive relationships, creating more product lines based on feedback, attending market after market and trade show after trade show consistently, and doing all of the millions of things simultaneously that would take me 10 hours to list. But when we got to that point of having 50 retailers, we started to see that our concepts and products were proven to be doing well. So, I mean, we also had stuff that didn't do well and we cut that up. But we knew the potential we had in different markets. As a store owner in Colorado sees a shop in California, they respect carrying our products, they want it too. When they see that other stores have had positive experiences with our brand, they become excited to carry it too. When they stumble across our brand, when they're out traveling and see the story we've told, they're excited to support another small business, a small husband wife friend team. As more people see these things, the more people start to buy, and that's where we see this snowball effect come in. When you see other companies growing really fast, it's usually in this phase, and it might not be. And personally, if it's not, I think it's moving in a very unhealthy crash and burn kind of way, which is entirely possible. but it's usually when they've put years into growing everything and where all of those years of trying and working and doing all that you can start to pay off. And this is where that illusion of overnight success comes into play because we hardly ever see what it took to get to that point. It's that iceberg. And we don't always see what happens before that snowball starts cruising down that slope. And I'd say that that pre-snowball phase is probably one of the most frustrating places to be. And that's because you feel like you've put so much into what you've been building, but have yet to see all of it truly feel like it's paying off. And if you're in this phase, I encourage you to keep going. Um, this phase for me made me contemplate if putting this much into growing a business was truly worth it. I mean, I'd put so much into it, but just like hadn't seen it pay off. 
And I'm glad I kept going because it has paid off. And yeah, if you're in this phase or approaching this phase, just keep believing in what you're doing if that's the direction you still want to go. So then that brings me to uh, this question that made me laugh about like what that secret sauce is to growth. And I, it's, it's not a, a silly sales formula or any weird thing like that, but what it comes down to is the grit and determinations, the patience and persistence, and purely giving a shit to see it through. And that's, that's it. That's the secret sauce. So growing a business can be really defeating at times. Like I've been there plenty of times. We both have. And we've seen so many business owners give up or shut their doors within a few years. And, and we get it. Like one of the biggest reasons why is because so many people think that success should come faster than it does. We just don't always know just how much goes into truly making something successful. Unless you just have plain luck, but that's rare. So if you can be dedicated to creating a healthy and sustainable business with the idea of long-term growth in mind, you might be surprised when your snowball suddenly starts rolling down that hill. I didn't particularly know when it would hit. Like we figured out our systems, we got them in place and worked hard every day until suddenly it just did. Some days it can feel like your hard work isn't getting you very far, but remember that all of this is part of building something extraordinary. Remember that you need to assemble your rocket ship before you can send it off to space and you need to do it right so that it can actually land itself in space in one piece. If it explodes on the way, it's no good, right? So, while I'm sitting here preaching long-term, slow, steady, hard work to grow your business in a healthy way, and saying that it, it often does require a lot of work, I want to also emphasize something really important, and that's to not neglect your mental health and how important it is to take care of yourself at the same time. When I worked 80 hours a week regularly, the burnout became very real, and that was kind of the point where I wondered if it was all worth it. And that was a tough place to be, because for the first time, I wasn't as insanely excited about what we were building. Even though I still believed in it, I still knew we had created something amazing. But when you're in a phase of burnout, you can't always see that. So I made it my goal that year, this was two years ago, pre-pandemic, that I was going to put my oxygen mask on first. I mean, you know, when you sit on a plane and... You probably don't listen at this point because who does? But when the flight attendants say, put your oxygen mask on before you can assist the people around you, because if you don't put yours on and you're assisting them, you'll, you'll be gone first and then it's no good. So my whole motto for that year became put on your oxygen mask first and make burnout prevention a top priority. And when I could do that, I could keep approaching things with a clear and motivated mind. And that got us past some of, you know, that the points that are exhausting as running a business. So remember your oxygen mask first. And I used to think that putting myself first meant I was selfish. But then when I shifted my perspective to think about putting my oxygen mask on first, I realized that if I would 
put my own well-being first, I could keep running our business in the best way possible. And that I could keep approaching things with that clear and motivated mind, which is something I had for so long and something I needed to get back. Something I did get back. And balance is very necessary and very needed. So keep that in mind. It's finding a balance between working hard and taking care of yourself and doing the best that you can for your business, as well as you as the business owner of your business. You're your biggest asset and you need to remember that. So that leads me to my last point is just take care of yourself and keep kicking ass at what you're doing. And that's it.